Hello, welcome back once again to the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. We are at a new location. Um, no longer recording at the top of the uh, Capitol Records building. So we had a falling out with the management over there. Yeah, and Liam Gallagher didn't want us there either. Yeah, it's it's, but I get it. He was there longer, so he, uh, you know, it's kind of a turf thing. It became a pissing war. He didn't want to compete with us for uh, creativity. And he the, wrote Wonderwall. We have this cool podcast. He won. Yeah, um, and we bow out. We, that's it's your turf, dude. Hail to the king. Um, we're at Tree Fort on Sunset and Highland. Um, we got a nice new setup. We got some more gear pumping. We got the screen set up. Um, I'm a little hungover from uh, from your hats off from from one of my hats off. Uh, well, she was involved at least. So um, you want to start with her? Yeah, let's start with her. We got a hats off. <laughs> we got a hats. All right. A mutual oh, hats off. That's um. All right. That's to a, a fine off. young friend we met. So we were at a. A gathering with friends last night. We're on the we're on the upper patio smoking cigarettes, you know, jiving, talking some trash to each other, getting each other, you know, riled up. And this lady kind of just starts eavesdropping, says, Hey, are you guys comics? Uh, would you like to gangbang me? Basically is how I remember it. <laughs> also no, I wasn't nothing uh, in between. I wasn't drinking last night, so I actually have a super vivid memory yeah. of every single thing that happened. Yeah. My girlfriend had to remind me that we went over there. Yeah, and so she uh just started talking. I said, Hey, come on in, come join the party, crash it. She said, uh, I'm not invited. I said, It doesn't matter, it's my house. Was not my house. I thought kind of like a wind up doll. I just wanted to wind her up and throw her in there and Twist let her that key in her back. bounce around. Oh, what happened to me? I feel like I died. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Yeah? Yeah. So uh, we no, just had not, a... Re- we had my a, headphones. He's way louder than me. We had a really good time. So it started out... I was. It was a costume party. I was dressed up as a super classic traditional Harry Potter. And she saw my costume, noticed I didn't have a wand, and said, <laughs> I have a wand in my apartment if you would like to come to my apartment. Did she ever produce the wand? No. That's the end of the story, because remember, she said, my apartment's filled with costumes, and I have all these props and stuff, so I thought her place was going to be have all these like antique wardrobes with you know Victorian-era costumes and everything, and it was really just an orgy apartment. Uh, yeah. Because first thing, we walk in, and she just really wanted me to see the wand, and then I just brought everyone with me. I said, all right, come on, and I looked behind <laughs> me, and there were literally seven people walking into this apartment. We walk in, and there's this... Weird mood lighting in the stairway. Her roommate is tweaking hard on a couch. It doesn't even phase her that eight dudes just walk into her apartment. <laughs> and two ladies. Then a, her dog peed on old Mitchie boy. And then she was telling us, remember that uh, area above the stairs? She said, we're going to go there for the zombie apocalypse. And she was going to build a fuck net. And uh, I, I told her to make sure the balconies? she has a stud finder. No, just up in the stairway. Anyway, it was ridiculous. That's where she's going to go in the apocalypse, is just higher up in her own apartment. Yeah. <laughs> we were unwrapping her um, her deadbeat mom toys. Her deadbeat mom toys, because she was looking for the wand, but she found these night vision goggles instead, said that I could have them. We'll post on Instagram. And then and then said, uh, do you think my son will be mad at me if I give her his goggles away? I said, I'm not keeping your son's goggles, you crazy lady. <laughs> it was very depressing, too, because I opened the box... And there was a toy dinosaur jammed in the box, too. And I was like, oh, you're not just a weirdo who buys night vision goggles. These are for your son. Yeah, this, you're just you have an estranged child. And, and now we're wanted, playing with his laser tag 
in she, your in your living room where half the furniture is beanbag chairs. <laughs> she had what was that Mongolian sheep's fur beanbag chairs? <laughs> but they weren't even like soft. It was like that white bead foam. No, they were not good. She said they were worth two thousand dollars. She haggled them down to two hundred. Yeah, she, she bought also, them on. She also said she her apartment was full of costumes and not just like one bedroom setup. And then the rest was kind of just the that room we came through was just like boxes and storage. Yeah, and weird chairs, but. Yeah, clearly she doesn't like real chairs. Then she kind of bullied us. <laughs> she bullied us fan. all into sitting down on her furniture, even though I know that she's had a bunch of gangbangs in there because she told us she's had a bunch of gangbangs in there. Then tried to get us to gangbang her, and uh, none of us did. Truly, no. truly, for the record, I was sober. I remember all of it. I would have known him. Mitch was so drunk he couldn't have gotten it up anyway, even if he wanted to. Oh yeah, my girlfriend was there. Yeah, but she wanted the girlfriend to join it. She, I mean, she was just very open. She was also hanging out by herself at her apartment. Yet her whole face, she had like glitter glued to her head. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I don't want to post her picture, but she was a wildcat. Um, yeah, she was like done up, like uh, like Lady Gaga. Not like she just sprinkled glitter on her face. <laughs> yeah. Like it was like she had a glue gun, and she was. She was applying things to her face in shapes. Um, so she was on a mission to get me the wand. We make a fair trade. She was for, on a mission to get your wand. For laser guns. Yeah, well, she did not. Mission failed. <laughs> and uh, then she tells us, oh, yeah, all my costumes and wands are in storage. If you want a good storage guy, you should call my friend Gary. And then we thought, and I knew Mitch would be down because he was in the right state of mind. I said, where is your storage unit? We should go. Yeah. Thinking maybe it was walking distance. She said, I have no idea. I said, how is that good for, how is that a good storage unit if you don't know where it is? She said, that's the best part, because I don't want any of my stuff back. <laughs> I just contact Gary. Yeah. Um, I think this lady was just a liar. Yeah, I think so. And it just got sad with all the kid, and then the kid's dad's in prison, and I don't, I don't know if he did it or not, but apparently he does a lot of bad things. Yeah. And uh, then she had a dude come over, too. Yeah, she was expecting uh, uh, gentleman suitor, and then uh, that's where I I never even knew that part until this morning or till today. And you were uh, I was just picturing us all just gang banging her with my girlfriend like filming it, and then some guy just walks in. He's like, "What the fuck, Liz?" <laughs> oh, but it'd be funny also if he just joined in. It got really sad, and she's she's a aspiring comic and. She's really not into PC culture because every joke she made was a rape joke. Yeah. Every single one. Um, at her own expense sometimes. Always at her own <laughs> expense. The whole time. Um, but we got a video of me and Spencer playing laser tag in this lady's creepy apartment. Uh, that'll go up somewhere. In the orgy room. Yeah, in the orgy room. Um, which I, I was thinking about it. Like That was a great place to orgy. Yeah. I mean, that couch was pretty big. The uh, ottoman was like pushed into the U, so it just made like one large surface. Uh, three beanbag chairs, I believe. Huge one. Like Where the, you could, the you could sex. have a threesome just on a beanbag on one of the beanbag chairs. Yeah, but if you're like, all right, I'm gonna take a breather. I'm gonna get a glass of OJ and just stroke myself in the corner. You're still sitting on a big beanbag chair. That's why that was a clutch orgy room. The proximity, it was right next to the kitchen. So, like you said, if you do need a little vitamin C, <laughs> some OJ, you don't have to go very far. You don't have to go downstairs. You know in your underwear, feeling weird, running into the roommate. It's all right there. And she had a Brita filter hooked up to her sink directly. None of that pitcher bullshit. By the way, we walked in, and the way it's set up was like we walked into the second floor of her place, and she just had disco lights going. And then we go downstairs, and she just had like her hallway light outside the kitchen was bright purple. 
There were no normal lights in that place. <laughs> and she was way too old for this rave orgy. Maybe not the orgy culture, but it looked like a kid who just moved out for the first time at 21 and was like, I'm going to make my apartment sick. We're going to have some really cool Vici music playing. But she was in her 40s. It was like pretty clean. Better than I thought. Like it, it looked would like be. they swept and mopped and and worse because well yeah of course they're sweeping and mopping one of them's tweaking yeah that's fair a if lot you, of cleaning yeah I guess if you're applying like wings of butterflies to your face then you probably have you know you probably already swept yes uh, she was the, here's my favorite part of the night she was very friend of our very fond of our friend who's actually been on this podcast he'll uh, he'll be unnamed but so we're sitting there. He's our friend, playboy, this our guy. friend sitting, a real ladies man, sitting on the, on the beanbag chair, and then out of nowhere she says, "Just so you know, your prints are all over this apartment. I'm going to call the cops and say you raped me." <laughs> and I stood up, got my t-shirt, wiped down everything I knew I had touched, and walked the fuck out of the apartment. And he stayed there for a good while. Yeah, we got witnesses. So he I'm stayed fine. alone for a good while. So I don't. He he told me he gave me a ride home. He told me nothing happened. But yeah, I'm not out. a. I'm not a. I'm, I mean, we've got video evidence. We're all having a good time. I'm not gonna like wipe down this laser gun. This laser. Oh yeah, tag. Well, she trapped us. Yeah, she would have. She would have gotten us good. But good luck on that one. I mean, that was just that was not something you say. And maybe that's her idea of a sick joke. We all we think we have some real, you know, real dark jokes that are gonna get people. <laughs> but that that was a real dark joke dark because of she could have easily done that. We touched. Like everything in that she, apartment, she follows through and does it. Yeah, like as a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's a good bit, like Andy Kaufman style, just really commit method bidding. But that, I mean, that freaked me the hell out. And then she goes, "No, no, I was just messing around. I would never do that. I never do that." And then it got kind of dark after that. But I'm glad I left because when you say I have your fingerprints, I'm going to tell. She didn't say it to me. I just overheard it. She yeah. said it to our friend, and he deserves to go to prison. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm surprised nothing happened between them because she was, she basically just needed the green light. Yes, he told he did say to me. He said, "Oh, I saw her boobs." I said, "Oh, she showed you her boobs?" He said, "No, she showed me pictures of her boobs on her phone." <laughs> that's an odd move, you know. That's as like, hey, you're right here. Yeah, I've never heard of that. I mean, maybe if you're in a crowded restaurant or something, and you say, "Hey, how's this Ooh, that's, photo?" It's kind of hot. She's like having dinner. She slides her phone over. It's yeah. a tight move, but um, no, you've seen. I don't know. I've seen that a lot of times in my life, where someone's like a girl's on her phone, and she's just trying to show you a picture, like, "Oh, look, I went to the fair the other day," and then she goes one too far. Is like, "Oh shit, that was oh, for yeah. the, that was for the guy on Tinder." But I've seen uh, two comics boobs that did not want me to see. I just happened to be standing behind them, and they're just <laughs> they're just swiping through their fucking their uh, image gallery, and you're like, "Oh, okay, you're a you're a dirty girl, huh?" Um. Yeah, but maybe the picture was that good. Could have been. It could have been from a long time ago. I don't know. It was just, uh, yeah, we're going to get her on the podcast. We th- we... She lives like two blocks from where we're recording. She lives on the same block. On the same, oh yeah. This is the same block. It's just like, catty corner. All right, she's on the same block. We're going to get her on. I went home, crushed a box of Cheez-Its, passed out for 14 hours, and came back to the exact same location. <laughs> I do want to talk to her about her comedy, though, because she's actually performed comedy in this area multiple times, and she was very against PC comedy. Yeah, she's and as someone who has been um, clearly through a, li- a lot in her life, I would think she'd be the opposite of those types of jokes, but she really just doubled down on it. Well, it's a testament. It's the people that are like, I don't know, that are grew up sheltered and live in this 
happy face like sunshine world where the real world doesn't exist that they want to like make the world in their image you know what i mean like yeah, dark you, jokes come out of people who like have experienced shit well this is how dark uh and real about it she was she said and she was being completely honest she said every the one thing i'm okay with is everyone who's raped me has been pretty good looking so the moment an ugly guy rapes me that's when i'm going <laughs> to that's when it won't be okay which i mean God, that's a brave outlook. No, in all, but in she's all being serious, I can't. And she, that, she was being serious, and it was funny in a dark way. But she pulled that from truth, from actual experience. <laughs> so no uggos for her. Yeah, I mean, do what you want to me, but be you know, be a Hollywood six. Yeah, I mean, be a Milwaukee nine, Hollywood six. A Milwaukee nine. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Hollywood six. That's some good math. I think so. I'll be with that. Yeah. Um. All right, so shout out Lizzie. Yeah, I think that's we got, we covered her. Uh, code name. I wonder Lizzie if there's McGuire. anything I missed, but uh, her her husband's parole hearing is coming up soon. And what about her so uh, custody wanna, hearing? I want to get to court for that. You know, I'm not sure on the custody. Dude, we can do a uh, what is it? A remote. We go cover the trial. Yeah, I mean the fans are obviously really engaged in her. <laughs> they will be. They, they haven't heard this yet. Yeah. Um, All right. Hats off to you, Lizzie. Right, hats off to Lizzie. Name. She's gonna be really a recurring remember. character. She's up there with Gerbangli, Berta Muhammadov, and Shaquille O'Neal now. So uh, we'll, we'll get an update on her. Um, I'm gonna go with. Let's see. This is kind of a joint. Um, this is a uh, hats off. So this guy um, in Australia, Christian Hargrave McKay, McKee. Um, he was a, he's a Bondi Beach. It's kind of like uh, Sydney's Santa Monica. Okay. Um, vibe wise, the little beach town. Um, it's got uh, so this guy was like just walking down this. I'm assuming it's all just like stretches of like bars and fast food and things like that. Um, what is this? All? I got fur on me. Sorry. Um, so this guy was he got an argument with a 60 year old man who um, they turned into a shoving match and the guy stabbed him. In the abdomen. Why? I don't know. They were arguing. Uh, they didn't say over what. This happened like last December. So um, this kid, Christian, decides his move is to pull the knife out of his gut and kill the guy with that knife. Was he successful? <laughs> yeah. That worked? Yeah. He So he pulled the knife out of his out of his abdomen and just slaughtered this dude with his own knife. Holy. Wow. Yeah. And this guy, this happened. That's poetic. This happened. Yeah. It's It's beautiful. This happened last year. This wasn't like in Viking times. This isn't on the Game of Thrones. This, um, let's see. Extreme uh, provocation. I like that. Christian was 30. So they tried, they, the cops just showed up and saw this guy stab this other guy to death. And then they're like, had to clear the, uh, uh, what is it? The context. And then he's like, oh, wait, you're also stabbed? And anyway, I guess he's all good now. The court case has adjourned and he has found, uh, was reasonably, uh, I don't know, I'll try to use legal terms. The guy's innocent. Well, he accepted a plea because the basis of extreme provocation. I had a knife in my abdomen. I needed to respond. Extreme provocation is, uh, yeah, that's a weird way to put it for, I don't know, Australia is just that type of place, I guess. Yeah, I was provoked in an extreme way. Where you I, had I to mean, be like, that, that's perfect. They have the opposite of it. like Texas laws. Where it's just like, ah, oh, the guy was in my front yard. Yeah, so I was just so yeah, I blew was, his yeah. head off. <laughs> in Australia, it's like, okay, yes, he stabbed you first, but we gotta like, 
We got to have an entire trial about this. Yeah, Texas is more like he stepped one foot past my mailbox, so obviously I needed <laughs> to shoot him in the head. I don't care if he was the new Amazon guy I didn't recognize. You should have told me Hector got a new job. All right, so uh, I think that's it for that. Um, but we have a similar story where a hunter in Arkansas went out the same way. So I guess this guy was out in the backwoods of Arkansas. He, this uh, one was, this was a big story. This was all over. He shot a deer with a muzzle loader. Which is weird. I mean, even if you are, I, I get it. You're like primitive hunting or whatever. You want to use like a muzzle loaded gun, like you're in the Revolutionary War. But you, uh, the guy, uh, he shot this deer. Didn't have t- like 14 minutes to reload, so um, he went up to approach the deer. Who the article says recovered from the gun wound, which is a funny way to put it, and attacked the uh, hunter and killed him. So. I think it's funny that a deer and this kid Christian from uh, from Sydney did the same thing. But yeah, pretty much. They thought they were getting got, and they turned the tables. And that deer's just out there somewhere. No trial, no nothing. See, that was one of the ones where I just, like, I, there were a lot of articles about that on my news feed, but the headline said it all. I kept thinking, well, how'd the deer cure, kill him? And I thought, well, just kicking him with his hose would be my <laughs> guess, biting a little bit. But, I mean, that... They got big ass horns. Add a deer right there. That I mean, just add a deer. Add a deer. Wish I had a deer drop. What a deer sound like. Whoa! I'm going to hurt you. Yeah, deers make weird squeaking. I don't know weird noises. It's, it's like, like when a... you're in the woods and you actually hear squirrels are really loud, yeah. but you don't know it because you're just seeing them on telephone wires in Hollywood. <coughs> Let's hear that. <coughs> yeah. They're like cows, kind of, but like more high pitch. It's like a whale mooing. That's what a deer sounds like if a oh. whale was mooing. Uh, whale moos. That's my new band. <laughs> well, that's, um, that's great for that deer, and that's great for that guy who got stabbed in the abdomen. They both live to tell the tale. They probably put that deer down afterwards, though. You think the deer so? needs to be euthanized. It has a taste for human flesh. <laughs> it goes on a rampage now. We can't let one deer get away with it, then they're all going to be coming after us. And was he hunting with other people? How do they know this whole story? I don't know, because the article sucks. It's just a video of all the words in the article just that are like, they just come by in tiles instead. Oh, that's cool. So it's not even like news coverage or anything. It's so just, it's just a longer way to go through it. But yeah. was there someone, Was his, did he bring a friend with him who got to witness it? Oh, he was alone? He ma- oh, he called his family. Before he was rushed to a local hospital where he died. Fishers. They don't plan on doing an autopsy. Why not? That's a dude. That's a fucking tight move. If this guy was murdered, his friend just like he went out in the desert with uh, or in the forest with this dude. And he just got stabbed up with some antlers, and they blamed it on a deer. Yeah, like if you just bought antlers from a store and then just yeah stab someone with them. It was a deer, I swear. Or he got into like an argument in a cabin, and the guy like he goes to push him against the wall, and he accidentally stabbed him with the deer horns. Yeah, it's kind of like the the pilot for Deadwood when the guy claims that a bunch of bunch of engines massacred the nice family going yeah. to Minnesota, but it was really him. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just had to get Deadwood in here. Watch Deadwood, everybody, or Mitch is going to haunt your dreams. Um, I just think it's a fantastic show, and if you're not watching it, you're missing out. If you haven't watched it, uh, watch it, and if you have watched it, watch it again. There's depth. There's layers to that show. It's good. It's up there with Sopranos in the Wire. Uh. It, and as we discussed, uh, Oz sucks. 
Um, I got a gloves off, man. Let me see. Okay, I think that one's done. I'm trying to make this a sports show still. It needs to be a sports show. All right. All right, well, you got? there's a super badass closer for the Astros who are currently in the World Series. The Astros are. Uh, last year, he... Uh, you know, got in a little trouble because he beat the shit out of his lady, the baby mama. What did she do? Uh, you know, I don't know, because she uh, filed charges against him and then in Canada because he played for the Blue Jays and then suddenly just was in Mexico and not available for trial. So anyway, he got suspended 75 games. The, Ast- the Blue Jays just waved him and said, we don't want this piece of shit. The Astros were like, well, he's a really good pitcher. We need him to <laughs> win the World Series. This all happened. All this blew over. You know, he gets booed when he pitches a lot of the time. But then uh, a few nights ago when they when they won the pennant against the Yankees, they were up 4-2. to two. He did bad in his pitching, so uh, the Yankees tied the game. They ended up winning, no thanks to him. He got it as a loss. But then the assistant manager of the Astros, during the celebration in front of a bunch of reporters, just looks at these this uh, ESPN female reporter who posts about domestic abuse a lot and goes, Man, am I really glad we got Osuna. I'm so fucking happy we got Osuna. <laughs> and it would have been okay if he said that and Osuna pitched like a badass, but he almost lost them the game. And then, of course, the Astros denied that that ever happened, but there were reporters everywhere. So if all these news outlets were like, oh, yeah, he absolutely said that, absolutely said that. And uh, he got fired. Uh, so gloves off yeah, him for just being so. a dumbass. And he did the move. The worst move is when you go when you go and do your apology on TV and then your only line is, I have a daughter, or oh, I yeah. have daughters, so yeah. I can't be a piece of shit because I came in a woman and another girl and another woman came out, so I must. Well, you because it's it is a legitimate excuse, but it gets ruined by dickheads. It's like the oh, I have black friends. We're sure. like, you know what I mean? Where you're like, no, that is a legitimate excuse. It just got ruined by idiots. Same thing with like being creepy. It's like, yeah, I'll st- I can I can gawk at people. But it's the other creeps that ruin it for us. Yeah, let's not let's not let the creeps ruin it. And Asuna, when you actually see him, he has a face that even as no, that's not Asuna. That's a GM. He's a douche. But Asuna has a face of if I met him in a bar, I would think he beat women. Like there's no <laughs> way around it. Just from looking at his face, he looks completely like an abuser. Let's get a good one of him. Uh, not, yeah, a non-action shot. And then Asuna, um. Asuna never denied it in the media, but said, everybody is judging me for things that they don't know. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, this guy No one people. knows what happened, but obviously me. What about the lady who got beat? And then when the Astros took him, too, they, the Astros, we look forward to Roberto continuing his commitment to be protective, productive and be a caring, caring part of our community. We're very committed to using our voice to create awareness and support the issue of domestic violence. So in a way, they kind of are supporting the issue by hiring someone who beats women. But, yeah, they're uh, drawing attention to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like, hey, how do we bring attention to this cause? Let's give this uh, domestic violence, uh, this man accused of domestic violence. Is he, uh, did he serve time? No, he Other made than a deal because it, but the girlfriend, uh, she went from Canada to Mexico and never came back for the trial. Oh, so you got to drop the charges. And it's a, I'm sure, so she got paid off. But look, I mean, where's that picture? He, oh, it's gone. But he, if anyone wants to Google Roberto Osuna, he looks like he beats not just women, but children. Hey, man, chill. He's got a sister. Uh, yeah, he probably has a sister. What do you sister. mean? I don't hate women. I have a mom. <laughs> <laughs> I got an nuts. auntie. 
All right, so that's it. Gloves off to the stupid Astros for saying they're uh, committed to the issue of domestic violence. But he's a hell of a pitcher. You should watch him. Yeah, uh, watch him throw. Speaking- one of the best. One of the best closers in the game. <laughs> I mean, Kenley Jansen has lost his velocity, so maybe the Dodgers should pick him up. Just saying. Yeah, we don't really have a problem with assault. We need a World Series. No. Um, in other Texas sports news, Jeremy showed me this. Um, so during, um, which is kind of hilarious that, I mean, so the a tornado was touching down in Texas, and a uh, the news station apologized for. See, TV station issues an apology for opting to air football game instead of tornado warnings. <laughs> well, that's perfect. It's Texas. Don't they love football more than a lot of people? That's what I'm saying. It's like the, the, a Texas team is in the World Series, and they're just more concerned about like an early football game. <laughs> it's not even anything on the line, really. Took six minutes. Those poor old people. Because you would think like, oh, you'd see it on your phone. You'd get an alert on your phone. But... There's some old person watching the game just get swept up. Now that I'm thinking about it, I kind I kind of am with it. Oh, it was a Cowboys game. It wasn't if just you're a regular so, game. If you're so involved with the Cowboys game that you don't realize a tornado's coming, then uh, you probably should get swept up. Well, they're they're very big fans. Oh, are they? Yeah, it's America's team. I've been told. Well, and if the tornado hit, they'd be fine because the Texas stadium isn't a dome, so they'd be totally. You think cool. they'd be fine? You think if a tornado came and hit a stadium, it would fuck you up? No way. A state? I don't know. No how, way. How hard is that dome? Well, it actually has a little hole in the roof, but uh, you know why? Because I've had a lot of douchebag uh, Cowboys fans tell me, so God can watch. <laughs> it's like that Dolly Parton quote. She's like, the higher a hair, the closer you are to God. Yep. Um, Pretty much the same thing. It's like, no, you just look like an idiot. Don't justify your behavior just because you live in a state. Um is this a hats off or a gloves off? Um, Are you hats offing the station, or is this? I, a- I think I changed my mind. It was a gloves off, but now it's a hats off because I, I kind of just hope. <sighs> yeah, I, yeah. I guess it's a hats off now. Cool, Dunzo. Sorry, I'm slow on the draw. I'm still hungover from fucking Lizzie's sick party. We'll get you through it. Um, yeah, hats off for the station because really, like. It's a tornado. Like, are there not sirens or? There you go. <laughs> oh, I thought you were off your game because of this hangover. That's but how you... man, that was quick. <laughs> That's how you tell. <laughs> That's how you tell people there's going to be a tornado or a bombing from uh, the air in like 40s Germany. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm on that side. Or tsunamis in Hawaii. You know, they had a. Tsunami? Do they have tsunamis in Hawaii? Yeah. Wouldn't tsunami just fuck up the whole place? Well, don't you remember they had? Uh, it was not that long ago, but the government accidentally put out one of those Amber Alert textings to everyone in Hawaii saying a tsunami was coming, but it was just a mistake. Like the new intern accidentally pressed the wrong button. He pressed like the uh, the panic alert. Oh, the missile! Yeah, it wasn't new. Yeah. Oh yeah, incoming missile. Ballistic missile threat inbound. Seek immediate shelter. Uh-huh. This is not a drill. <laughs> that guy totally got fired. Oh, hats off to that guy while we're at it. I got a hats off. That actually could not blend. Could not blend any better to what we were just talking about. I. Uh, it was started out as a gloves off, but it's more as a whole. I think it's a gloves off, but for this individual, it's a hats off. People who. Or who live in big football towns and just 
dedicate their entire life to that team, even if they suck, even if they're great. Because I was talking to a friend from like the whole whole town shuts down for like high school football. Yeah, I was talking to a friend uh, last night. He's from Philadelphia, and he was talking about. He said, "Oh, the reason the fans are so bad is because they start tailgating at nine in the morning. So by the time the twelve o'clock game comes on, they're trash." But that's a bad excuse because everyone knows Philly people are just rude and awful. Yeah. Because the Buffalo Bills fans, they party just as hard, but they don't do mean stuff and start <laughs> riots and punch cop horses and eat do- eat horse shit. Climb light poles. So I'm dedicating this hats off to one particular fan in Buffalo. All right. Yeah. His name is um. His name's Pinto Ken. Pinto Ken. Pinto Ken. And Ken's not even his name. His real name's like Tim. He was interviewed on the news a long time ago, and they just accidentally called him that, so the name stuck. <laughs> cool. And I just like the idea that they tailgate whether uh, they're good or not. But he's been to every game since 1994, including road games. He... Wait, what? He's been to over 400 Buffalo Bills games in a row. And there's, what, 14 games in a season? 16, yeah. So So how many? Uh... And they usually don't make the playoffs, but he's been to over 400. And one cool thing that the Buffalo Bills people started doing, instead of like announcing when it's noon and it's time to go into the stadium when everyone's raging and tailgating, they started just lighting off fireworks. (laughs) That's the alert to go into the stadium. (laughs) So they don't have a bell or anything or a clock. But he uh, cooks a bunch of food. Or an air raid siren. He cooks a bunch of food on the hood of his Pinto and shares it with everyone. And I'm about to tell you about the food. He does, uh, it's called the Red Pinto Tailgate. He does chicken wings in an army helmet, stir fry in a hubcap, burgers on a rake, bacon <laughs> bacon on a saw, pancakes on a shovel, ribs on a toolbox, pizza in a filing cabinet, pulled pork in an oil can, soup in a watering can, and jerk chicken in a mailbox. And this is not a one-off. He does this for every single game. Is he just a trust fund baby? He's got a garbage. He has old a garbage. job and a wife and kids. I thought he was just some poor sad guy who lives alone. But he said he says he'll go on vacation. He just recently took his family to Florida, but there was a game, so we just flew to the game and then met him. Met back with them the next day. And here's the best part: this guy hates his family. He has a tradition where 90 minutes before every single football game. He comes out of the crowd with a cheeseburger and says, hey, I need some ketchup. And fans completely cover him with ketchup and mustard. And he does this every single How have game. I never heard of this guy? I'm in love. It's not like he's like the, like, oh, I don't know who the mascot for the Kings is. Yeah, Bailey. We went hard on Bailey last night. But here's yeah, a great, great quote from him. Uh, I love our fans because we're hardworking, beer-drinking, Wing eating blue collar crowd. No wine and tofu here. They serve wings in Buffalo? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Buffalo Wild Wings, I thought, started it. But uh <laughs> and he actually has a job. He's a software developer. So he says it's a pretty flexible. He can do what he wants. What do we got here on the he's got YouTube content. Well, he's gotta have ketchup and mustard. And he says he's gotten the cleanup down so well it takes him ten minutes. Just set up, set down. Ten minutes to clean up. And he gets doused. Oh, Jesus, dude. But just pure love and of the game. And these other grown men just covering this guy. This is like... Yeah, I don't like the guys doing it, but... He's getting a sexual thrill out of this. Well, and they, they light 
tables on fire and do wrestling moves on them. One guy just blew half his face off from lighting fireworks because the Bills went 3-0. and <laughs> Three games. They went 3-0. and he, It's actually a fucked up video. He really gets hurt. Jeez, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so he is, no exaggeration, absolutely covered. And he says, 10 minutes to clean up. M- mayonnaise and mustard off And he himself. doesn't drive in a motorhome. He's got a Pinto, so I'm not, he has a lot of baby wipes. He's cooking stuff on the hood of his car. How does it not like? He puts pizza in a filing cabinet, <sighs> stir fry in a hubcap, and he's prepared. A reporter said, uh, you know, in the, the many years that you've been doing this, have there been any obstacles that went in the way where you almost missed a game? And he said, nope. I always have safeguards in place. Well, this guy's not buried to an old battle axe named Kim. No. Nah. Well, if he's bringing home the bacon. he ma- Apparently, he can afford 16 uh, tickets a year. And vacations, and how much he's been—he's spending hundreds of dollars on food every week. That's an unbelievable amount of food. I mean, think about a bunch of hungry Buffalo, New York people. Yeah, and he's not getting like one serving. Like, hey, I'm having ten people over. Well, and he's getting covered in ketchup and mustard in December when it's freezing cold. That's he's got a t-shirt. F- Everybody else is in like freeze in like windbreakers and parkas, and this guy's just wearing a white tee covered in mustard. Yeah, well, you wouldn't want to desecrate the Bills uniform, but I just like that he comes out with the cheeseburger. There's a reason he's getting covered in ketchup and mustard, because he asked for it for his cheeseburger. He gets home, his wife is just at the end of her rope with this shit, (laughs) and he's just holding the cheeseburger. He's like, they missed again. (laughs) Do you know how much laundry I have to do? And you're (laughs) stir-fry, bacon. That's fucking up the paint job. Bacon on a saw, looks like a hamburger on a rake. And look at the setup. I mean, that looks like, not to bring up Deadwood again, but that looks like some of the equipment the main character sells in the pilot episode. <laughs> pilot episode of Deadwood. Watch it on HBO three seasons. But, um, so I, I love this guy. There's dedication. just an axe sticking in the hood. Yep. A uh, shovel. Just everything's just over hot coals in pots. Yeah, it's not actually cooking from the heat of the engine or anything, which I initially thought that would be cooler. But, and yeah. poisonous. Yeah, he has a point. It's just. All right, so hats off to you, Pinto Bill, or whatever the fuck your name is. Pinto Bob. Pinto Ken. Not to be confused with um, the the Broncos. They have a guy that shows up in a Ford Fiesta and and grills (laughs) things, and he gets covered in teriyaki. It's totally different. Not related at all. And his name's not even Ken. His name's Tim, but someone just fucked up on a news story, and it stuck. But what what a weird dedication to life. People are... Very interesting. There really must be nothing to do in uh in Buffalo. I mean, we oh, have you a, don't say. We have a friend from Buffalo, and he'd rather be homeless in Hollywood <laughs> than live in Buffalo. And he's have from a, uh, Rochester. Have a home and a family. Same thing. Yeah, but that's I guess. Yeah, you're starting to split hairs. Upstate yeah. New York. Uh, he's mean, a past... Bills fan. Um, he's a Sabers fan. Yeah, I guess that counts. Um, um, let's go to. I'll do a gloves off. So, um, Kellogg's is selling this All Together cereal to support equality and anti-bullying. Oh, no. I don't, first of all, it's gloves off, because why are they, I don't like that they're, like, making this like it's some, like, big, proud push. It's, you're just, Munchies did this, what, 15 years ago now? Munchies is a chip? It's, yeah, Munchies. It's the Munchies of cereal. So it's what? It's corn flakes, fruit loops, frosted flakes, frosted mini wheats, raisin bran, 
and Rice Krispies. They let the Raisin Bran Sun in there? Exactly. That is ridiculous. Nobody, even if you did want all these other cereals, Corn Flakes, Fruit Loops. I mean, you used to do that as a kid. You give yourself a sampler platter, dump the milk in. But but Corn Flakes is, is sacrilegious enough, but Raisin Bran? That Sun can't be in there. I mean, Toucan Sam, yeah. Let Tony in the mix. He's a tiger. His cereals. It's $20 a box. Oh, they want unity and equality? At nineteen ninety nine, <laughs> Absolutely not. And it's going to be some... St- there's just fat people in Ohio buying it, and they're not going to actually eat it because it's going to be a collector's item, but then they just get drunk one night and ruin, and then just awful eat, eat away cereal. their kid's college fund because that was going to be their big ticket with some Beanie Babies, too. What's the rooster? Is that just special oh, rooster? K? That's cornflakes. Just cornflakes? They put, they put, like, oat bran in there. For, first uh, of all... Raisin Bran, Frosted Flakes, and Corn Flakes are all the same thing, just with different amounts of sugar on them. The whole cereal industry is mess, dude. They're like the the guy who started Corn Flakes, he and his brother started it, and then he made Frosted Flakes, and his brother left because he was religious, so religious he didn't believe in sugar. And he also the same guy invented the Graham Cracker because that was supposed to stop you from wanting to fuck women. No, st- uh, the Graham Cracker masturbation. And fucking women. Just, they didn't want you to come, so they gave you graham crackers. Graham crackers, uh, <laughs> uh, cornflakes, and something else. It was real blasphemous for him to put sugar on it and make a bunch of money. Yeah, the whole Kellogg. All together, the, oh, this. So I can't go to Target and buy this? No, no, no. Um, you're going to hell because you're not supporting LGBT rights by buying this $20 box of cereal. I don't even buy name brand Cheerios. You don't? No, I get Honey uh, Sweetios or whatever they're called. Malto meal in, in the bag with the Malto zipper. meal's up there in price now. What? I like Malto meal Malto- in that big old bag. Yeah, it's great, but it's like I don't need $14 worth. I remember when that giant bag, you get like three times as much in the box for a half the price. You know what I've been eating? What's that? Oh, I'm really enjoying this pumpkin season right now. Pump- Let me tell you. Trader Joe's. Pumpkin Cheerios. Pumpkin Cheerios? That are, actually doesn't sound bad. They are delicious. I can't wait for some pumpkin pie. We got pumpkin pie coming up in three weeks. Did you have any of the pumpkin spice donuts I brought to our, our party yesterday? No. I um, I almost, They had pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. Did they? They were like the big, soft, like thick ones. Uh, I was planning on getting one of those, but it just didn't happen. Didn't pan out. Yeah, I bought a box of Entenmann's. I gave him to Keenan because he just got engaged, but I took four out of the box before <laughs> I brought it to his house, but that was his <laughs> engagement present. His they engagement present was, was, like you, I don't know. I just can't even. I hadn't seen him since he got engaged. I bought these pumpkin donuts for the party. Yeah, but I <laughs> ate one before I skated over, and it was super good. So I put my greedy hand back in the box and took three more to keep at home. So he got four. I'd love donuts. for you to like deliver a pizza. You just get there <laughs> and there's just like three slices out of it. Like, whoa, hey, congratulations! Here's your pie. Well, Domino's has that insurance now, so they would, you know, it would be rectified. Domino's has insurance. Yeah, now if like they fuck up your pizza, they'll look at the co- if you comment about it online, then they'll the commercial is the owner of the store comes and goes, "Hey, I heard your pizza was cold last time." But yeah, I was I got a Domino's delivered to me in Long Beach, and I was really drunk, and the pizza tasted like fish for some reason, and I wrote a scathing because you're next to the ocean, scathing review to whoever owned that store. I didn't even know they had fish. I don't know how it tasted like fish. Anchovies? They don't have anchovies there. I went no. back and looked at all their ingredients because that's what I thought. Maybe it's just in the air, dude. And I like anchovies. But anyway, you it got was... that salt water in the air from the. It's Long Beach. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Yeah. 
But I've uh, anyway. I should be going to Canadian Pizza anyway. But so, uh, oh, it's all going to LGBTQ advocacy work. That is going to piss off a lot of people. Imagine really loving Frosted Flakes, but being homophobic <laughs> and not knowing what to do. Like when I was uh, when Look, I was Tony a, Tiger sports fags now. This is ridiculous. Like when I was a little kid, like sometimes I would like. I, my grandpa would, like, give me cash to go on, like, a grocery store run. And he would just, like, look me in the eyes and go, but you are not allowed to buy any Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Those panko commies aren't getting, <laughs> aren't getting any of my money. And he was so serious about it. And then I told him that uh, Ben and Jerry sold to Briars. He goes, I don't care. He, like, he was a laid-back guy, but he was not cool with me buying He's a ben man of principle. I'm with him. Yeah. Panko commies. It's the reason I bought a soda stream is... Uh... I'm going to buy a soda stream. As I support Israel. I didn't know that. I didn't know you're in the market for a soda stream, and I didn't know you uh, supported Israel. Well, you got to support the causes you believe in. I was talking to this uh, this person like two days ago, actually, and she was telling me that uh, when she uh, wanted to prank some people she didn't like, she uh, just made a bunch of soda with soy sauce. So just carbonated soy sauce and gave it to a bunch of people oh in her God. school, which I think is kind of funny because it's more or less harmless. Yeah, but that's hilarious. I like that. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good one because it looks like soda. It's the right color. Just carbonated soy sauce. Carbonated soy sauce. So fifty grand. Oh, my to... th- the back of my throat is burning thinking <laughs> about that. I think it's funny. I want to do They're it. Don- so all proceeds go to LGBTQ youth. And uh, it's donating $50,000 on top of that to GLAD to support anti-bullying and LGBTQ advocacy work. So, And they make it nineteen ninety nine. In in dollars No way that tastes good either. I mean, you don't want to mix that many cereals. And there's raisins in it? Yeah. Fuck uh, no. Th- I don't even really agree with this cause. I think the gays of my youth were much more entertaining. Because now it's like every... it's There's no... Uh, you need a little hardship. You know what I mean? Sure. When you're gay and you got to go through some shit, that's what makes an interesting person. You know what I mean? You're toe-tapping in fucking Iowa underneath a stall at the airport. Well, yeah, the, the older gay community believes that, too. Like, my, uh, I hang out with my neighbor who's in his 60s and he's gay, but he doesn't like, you know, he's more straight up and gets mad about all the, you know... Well, I don't know, calling him they or it or he or, you know, <laughs> yeah. all the pronoun stuff. Because it's like, yeah, I was gay. Fuck dudes. Now I live in Hollywood. Let's just enjoy ourselves. But, yeah, the older gay generation, not happy with these youngsters. But what older generation isn't, is happy with the youngins. Yeah, no, that's We're a good point. all a bunch of panko fucking commie. I think they're a little, the gays these days are just a little too freewheeling. I'm all about uh, freedom and do whatever you want, you know? But when it's like, you haven't had any hardship. Don't try to. You know what I mean? Like, that generation of gay dudes who went through shit is dying out. And now it's all just, like, 18-year-olds who've been gay since they were nine. It's like, cool, dude. Nobody cares. I don't know who's getting bullied these days for being gay. Uh, yeah, not not around here. That's for damn sure. I mean... Oh, yeah. Yeah. The cop cars have a rainbow flag on it. So. We had this kid in uh, high school. He was, like, f- a few grades above us, but um, Daniel Franco. He went back and forth trans, like, ten times. Everybody was nice to his face. It's yeah. like we're gonna we're you're you're an oddity, like especially in two thousand and six when you're transitioning back and forth and you're like sixteen. It's like, all right, dude, we're gonna laugh at you, but not to your face. I don't know. I don't know. 
Uh, this kind of is. I'm gonna come back next week having found like a hundred stories of people getting fucking boogie nights. Yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. Just, just <laughs> yeah, that's too bold of a statement. There, we're gonna be able to prove you wrong. But uh, the whole thing about being closeted is, uh, I was walking by Barney's Beanery in West Hollywood two days ago. Yeah, and uh, Nick Swartzen was outside because he's a very well known alcoholic, and it was he was day drinking at Barney's, and. You know he's very—he's rumored to be gay, very much so, but is not out of the closet. But he was just on the on his phone, and he just happened to be standing under a rainbow flag. And I <laughs> really wanted to take a picture of it, but then I just felt like a dick because he's a cool dude. Yeah, you don't do that. No, so I didn't. But uh, I, it was humorous because he, he was—he was standing there the whole time for he, a photo op. He digs into the gay thing because he says he's not gay, but he just plays a gay robot, plays a gay roller skater. And anyway, I thought that was funny. All right. Um, so fuck the cereal. Got my phone back on the charger. Sorry. But yeah, yeah. Fuck the cereal. And give your know. money to whoever you want, but don't charge us twenty bucks for the box of cereal. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is just if you believe in this group, just give the money directly to the group. Don't make a big to do about it. Yeah. Why are you adding middlemen of shitty cereal companies? I don't know, especially with the history. The real Kellogg's people don't care. It's just this weird. Well, that's another thing. Is like, do you think they really give a shit? Two years from now, when they're all this has fucking gone away. And are they in a lot? The, is the foundation in need of a lot of money? Because all those uh, LGBTQ centers that I uh, see seem to be doing very well. I would think I'd rather give my money to some rare disease that doesn't get much funding because scientists don't fully understand it yet. Is there a? Uh... I wonder if they did a commercial for it. I don't watch much cable, but uh, I would be interested to see the uh, like the the commercial explanation for why it's there. Because like when we are, like now it's it's it would be like it's gonna be like sad piano music playing, you know, and it'd be like here at Kellogg's. It's like a two dads serving their son a bowl of cereal, and then it cuts to another family, a black guy and a Chinese lady. And all this and that. But when we were kids, they'd be like, there was an explosion at the Kellogg's factory. Uh, and then we'd be like, I don't know. They may have done a commercial, but all our producers, I think, went outside to uh, smoke illegal illicit drugs. Yeah, meth. Yeah. Um, I think all right, we're done with that one. Don't, yeah, buy, don't buy that cereal. Um, do you have anything else? Yeah, I got just, this one's really just, it's just quick and kind of strange. It's a hats off. All right. This young man was skiing, mm-hmm. got buried in an avalanche, went without oxygen for 15 minutes, survived with minor injuries, face twitched a little bit is what it said. Not a big deal. My face twitches a little bit. I mean, I'd be very grateful for that. And uh, he's a real avid Sudoku player. Okay. Was before the avalanche, started Sudokuing after the avalanche. But every time he played Sudoku after the avalanche, she started having seizures. Hmm. Doctors could not figure out why, but all they know is that he can no longer play Sudoku, which he's quite passionate so about. Su- but it, he's living now. He's living a relatively healthy Sudoku-free life. Why is this news? So the it's just a cool <laughs> thing. So he was skiing. The avalanche caused some type of neurological tick. That lets him not play Sudoku anymore? Yeah, crossword puzzles, no problem. Word searches, (laughs) 
Forget about it. But uh, no Sudoku. It's just like uh, the guy who's like locking up at the furniture store and like gets struck by lightning on his way out, and then he's now he's teaching like math at MIT. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. It's like he just unlocked a part of the brain, but his is just like nope, can't do Sudoku anymore. Can't do anymore. Sudoku anymore. And I want to know if he still skis because clearly he was a passionate skier. When he solves Sudoku, one of the strategies is to arrange numbers in some 3D manner. That's very interesting because when I do Sudoku, I just make trial and error. Uh, so he's like using neural pathways that got shut off by the accident, sounds like. But I just wonder if he still skis. Like, you know, like all the time surfers in Australia who are su- just work at coffee shops but are hardcore into surfing, they get bit by a great white shark. They're back in the water yeah. as soon as possible. Um, yeah, it's not your fault. It's all about mana, bro. So, uh, yeah, that, I mean, we could end it there with that. Dog. For him, luckily, it was this kind of Sudoku thing, which was the activation and not another one he does in his daily life. Like peeing. What if you just peed and had a seizure uh, every time? Yeah. It's, so, it's like, also, Sudoku is such an easy thing to give up. This is, well, he's passionate about it. He's been seizure-free for more than five years. Well, I, I've given up Sudoku congrats. so much, I've never done a Sudoku. <laughs> I've, uh, Not once in my life have I Sudokued. Yeah, where's Spencer's trophy? Yeah. I never even learned how to do Sudoku. Where's my news article? Maybe yeah, I, I have no idea who Sudoku was. Maybe we should learn Sudoku so that when we get trapped in an avalanche, it, it doesn't. we don't lose like an actual like uh, <laughs> a usable daily Tying your skill. shoes gives you a seizure? Yeah. Nope, Sudoku. Yeah, I, just, I want to just fill my head with more useless shit. Um, all right, I got... Um, I think I'm done. All right. Real quick, we got a news break. Um, R.I.P. to Shaq's sister. Yeah. Yeah, you sent me. What was her For name? For real. I don't remember, and I wish I did, because now um, I feel like a dick, no, because I fine. just read his sister die. And it wasn't from drugs or anything. Jax? She had a disease. She had cancer or something like that. Yeah, gloves off to cancer for taking Shaq's sister. Uh, Ayesha? Ayesha Harrison Jacks dies at 40 from cancer. That's you too young. You didn't deserve that, Shaq. You didn't deserve that, Shaq's sister, Ayesha. Yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. Um, we covered Shaq heavily on the last one, and I don't want to think that we jinxed this. Bringing her into our sphere of influence. Oh, you think we may have been responsible? I've practiced black magic once or twice in my life. Ooh. Um, I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility. Uh, although recently. maybe if we mentioned her earlier, we could have turned it around. Well, what was our intent? Because I now that I think about it, um, I did rec- did just recently reread the Satanic Bible. See, that's what I'm saying. You're, it's not about intent. It's about you just bringing it into your sphere. Ooh. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hats off to Shaq for standing behind um, America and not this NBA China bullshit. Uh, he said the, uh, who was it, the Trailblazer? Or who was the GM? I don't know, whatever. The guy who went after LeBron. LeBron's like, you don't know what you're talking about. Just well, yeah, LeBron's LeBron wants tied to sell into the sneakers. China. Yeah, yeah he's, he's an asset at this point. So uh, Shaq basically was like, nope, we stand for uh, free speech and go fuck yourself. So... Hats off to Shaq once again. Gloves off to cancer. R.I.P. Aisha. R.I.P. Um, I think that's it for the episode. Sorry for being There's hungover. There's a giant hole in Shaq's giant heart from your death. Oh, Jesus. I mean, especially when you're Shaq, like, you don't expect to outlive your siblings. There's not many seven-foot-tall senior citizens walking around. But um, Oh, real quick, not really an update, but speaking of the Buffalo Bills, I just saw it. <laughs> what do we got? I was watching a game. They have a midget on their sideline. He, they, he has, there's a midget employed by the Buffalo Bills. 
And is his name Pinto Midget? Yeah. I don't know. It just threw me off, and then I thought it was really cool. Pinto that, Ron also that, brings him to the game? That they, you know, it's hard work. I mean, it's hard to get gigs as a midget. Oh, yeah. Like, Mike Myers only makes so many movies. <laughs> um, Yeah, hats off to that that uh, football mascot midget. They didn't even put him in a costume or anything? No, he just he has a clipboard. He, I don't know if he gives water. I don't know what he does, but uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, oh, it looks like I'm going to be adding some shack drops to the soundboard. Don't fake the funk on a nasty dunk. Never, that's, I mean, I knew that from when I was born. You never fake the funk on a nasty dunk. All How right. could you? I love you guys. Hand over to the fat ladies thing, because I don't know no fat ladies. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be good. We're adding some of these. Um, what, do you got to buy those? Shopping cart? Yeah, we'll we'll get them. Don't Legally. Legally, we will acquire these, and all proceeds go to gay children. Um, thanks for listening. Sorry about being hungover. Wasn't my uh, my best F, but I had to do it for the peeps. Uh, Spencer, you got anything? I just will miss everyone until next week. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Hit it, Spencer, up on Instagram, at Robot Spencer. I'm at Mitchell Phillip. Follow at Beam Jeremy. And uh, I got Kyle's in the room. And uh, Ian from the pen. Yeah, you don't get a shout-out yet. At... Uh, we're recording at Tree Fort. Go follow Tree Fort. Uh, T R E E four O R T. Right. Number four. Number four. Four O R T. I said that. Um, all right. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. What's up? Miss you. Bye. <laughs>